Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, welcome back. This will be from Micah chapter 7. Remember last chapter was uh, the courtroom scene. The heading reads, Though Israel has rebelled, yet in the last days the Lord will have mercy on her. He will have compassion and pardon her iniquities. Verse 1, Woe is me, for I am as when they have gathered the summer fruits, as the grape gleanings of the vintage, there is no cluster to eat. My soul desired the, the first ripe fruit. Israel is personified as a woman as a Hebrew, for the woe is me is feminine. In other words, at the end here, my soul desired the first fruit, the first ripe fruit. He's saying that few that are righteous. Verse two: The good man is perished out of the earth, and there is none upright among men. They are all lie in wait for blood. They hunt every man his brother with a net. That was a sport of using a net to capture a man to kill him. That they may do evil with both hands earnestly. The prince asketh, and the judge asketh for a reward. And the great man he uttereth his mischievous desire, so they wrap it up. The best of them is of a, is as a briar. The most upright is sharper than a thorn hedge. The day of the of thy watchman and thy visitation or punishment cometh. Now that now shall they now shall be their perplexity. They are useless in themselves and cannot be touched without wounding him that comes in contact with them. Briars and thorns were a common symbol for for wickedness. Not only do they bear no edible fruit, but they tear at you and hurt you when you pass by them. Verse five. Trust ye not in a friend. Put ye not confidence in a guide. In other words, trust in the Lord. Keep the doors of thy mouth from her that lieth in thy bosom. Keep your mouth shut. For the son dishonoreth the father. The daughter riseth up against her mother. The daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. Israel is as a mother or grandmother lamenting that, that all of her children have gone astray. Micah prophesies of Israel's restoration as a people and of that day when Israel has learned to look unto the Lord. Verse 7, Therefore I will look unto the Lord. Israel will, will remain faithful. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Israel is telling her enemies not to gloat over her present humiliation state, or humiliated state, because the Lord will ultimately vindicate her. The Lord will lead them back. Verse 9, I will bear the indignation of the Lord because I have sinned against him until he plead my cause and execute judgment for me. He will bring me forth to the light and I shall behold his righteousness. Those who taunted Israel will have their own humiliation. Then she that is mine enemy shall see it and shame shall cover her which said unto me, Where is the Lord thy God? Mine eyes shall behold her. Now shall she be trodden down as the mire of the streets. In the day that thy walls are to be built, in that day shall the decree be far removed. They, the enemies of Israel, will not be able to keep their enemies from trampling their people. 12. In that day also he shall come even to thee from Assyria and from the fortified cities and from the fortress, even to the river and from sea to sea and from mountain to mountain. Many nations will trample Israel's enemies underfoot. Israel will be gathered from throughout the earth. 
13. Notwithstanding the land shall be desolate because of them that dwell therein for the fruit of their doings, feed thy people with the ro- with thy rod. This more correctly should have been translated, O shepherd, your people with your, sh- with your staff. The flock of thine heritage, which dwell solitarily in the wood. Israel is being likened to a flock presently being pastured in less than ideal land, that of an isolated forest. In the midst of Carmel, let them feed in Bashan and Gilead, as in the days of old. These are the ancestral lands promised to Abraham and are considered quite fertile. Verse 15, According to the days of thy coming out of the land of Egypt will I show unto them unto him marvelous things. The nations shall see and be confounded at all thy might. They shall lay their hand upon their mouth. Their ears shall be deaf. They shall lick the dust like a serpent. They shall move out of their holes like worms of the earth. They shall be afraid of the Lord our God and shall fear because of thee. When the prophecies of Israel's return will sh- shall happen, the nations shall be dumbfounded. They will come to Zion in humility, fearing the God of Israel. Who is a God like unto thee, that pardoneth iniquity, and passeth by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger for ever, because he delighteth in mercy. He will turn again, he will have compassion upon us, he will subdue our iniquities. And thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea." Thou wilt perform the truth to Jacob and the mercy to Abraham, which thou hast sworn unto our fathers from the days of old. God will keep his promise to Jacob and Abraham. The covenant with Abraham and Jacob continues. Despite the quality of their present children, and at some future time, the Lord will revisit the future, or will, ful- will revisit and fulfill the promises made to the ancient fathers. Verses 14 to 20 are a prayer by Micah. Once the children are worthy, the promises made to the fathers will be fulfilled. The Lord is simply waiting for a righteous generation and is ultimately forced to bring one about by his own efforts so his promises to Abraham do not go unfulfilled. And that has to do with us, the Latter-day Saints, doesn't it? That the Lord's gathering the, the, gathering the, the elect from God or the elect of God to bring forth the gospel. Anyway, that's the end of chapter 7, and we'll see you next time. Bye.